Every increase in the BOC, that is Bank of Canada's benchmark rate, should bring sunshine into the life of the aspiring first-time homebuyer. Not so much for some existing homeowners. This group is getting snowed under by rising mortgage costs. If you have hopes of someday owning your own property, then the current rising rate trend is your best friend. Here's why. The direct benefit of rising rates is higher returns on risk-free savings and investments that can help you reach financial goals like building a home down payment and or an investment portfolio. Indirectly, rising rates have the effect of depressing home prices. What a huge switch from just one year ago when interest rates on regular savings earned you next to nothing and house prices surged by double-digit amounts month over month. Ciao, my name is Nico James Bach, a real estate broker with Royal LePage Signature Realty in Toronto. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast. In this episode, I'll talk about rising interest rates, the September market stats, and where the market is headed in the short term. Now, the first step in exploiting rising rates is to keep all your savings in a high rate savings account at an alternative bank rather than one of the big banks. Expect rates of 2.5% to 3.5% in an account with no fees and mobile apps that make it simple to shuttle cash between savings and checking accounts elsewhere. Savings accounts rates are influenced to some extent by the BOC's overnight rate, so keep an eye out for future rate hikes by periodically checking the BOC's site. With inflation currently sitting at 6.9%, you lose purchasing power on money earning 2.5% or a bit more. But your money is 100% safe if you stay within the deposit insurance guidelines and easily accessible with no fees in most cases. With falling prices for stocks, bonds, and in some micro-markets, housing, there is a great value in having liquid, risk-free money. Savings refers to money you might need in five years or less, or that you need to keep risk-free for an extended period of time your plan B fund for emergencies such as job loss, auto repair issues, personal, family, or pet illness, and such should be in a high interest savings account. And so should your home down payment fund if you want the flexibility to buy a property when the time is right for you. Never ever trust your home down payment to stocks and bonds. The amount you could lose is bigger than the potential upside compared with a high interest savings account. What do the market stats tell us? Well, in September 2022, the most dramatic changes have occurred in the volume of sales. There were 44% fewer trades this past September compared to September 2021. However, the average price of all home types is only down 4% compared to the same period. Prices have begun to adjust, but not as drastically as one may have thought in relation to the rise in mortgage rates. Inventory levels increased by 47% compared to last September, up to a total of 13,534. Historically speaking, this number is still not enough to cool the continued interest in real estate. Referencing Urbanation's Price Demand Supply Indicator Charts for September 2022, here are the highlights. Low supply helped to support a 0.7% month-over-month increase in average selling prices during September, despite sales volumes remaining at a 20-year low. The total volume of sales in the GTA declined 44% year-over-year to 5,038 transactions in September, 
also declining 10% month over month after activity perked up during August. The 12-month rolling sales total fell to 87,362, the lowest level in two years and falling further below the 10-year trend level of just over 100,000 sales. The number of new listings increased 7% from August, but fell 17% annually to its lowest September level since 2002. The ratio of sales to new listings at 45% and months of supply at 2.7 remained within balanced territory during September. Active listings at month end totaling 13,535 units were 30% below the 20-year average. The average home sold for 97.9% of asking price during September, up slightly from 97.7% in August, and marking the first improvement since the market slowdown began in March. At $1.087 million, average resale prices have increased by 1.2%, a roughly $13,000 increase over the past two months, but experienced a 4.2% annual decline, the first year-over-year -year decline for GTA prices since May 2018. Average prices were up 13% compared to two years ago and were 40% higher than five years ago. The 20-year average annual rate of price growth in the GTA was 7.2%. I will post these charts on my various channels and they will be attached to the blog post on my website. Price gains focused on more affordable housing types in September. Average selling prices for condo apartments and semis, rows, and towns recorded month-over-month -month increases of 2.7% and 2.0% respectively, while detached prices slipped by 0.7% from August. Condo apartment prices increased last month despite sales falling 50% annually during September, the steepest drop in activity by housing type. Condo apartments also had the weakest sales to new listings ratio at 38% and the highest amount of inventory on the market at 3.5 months. Part of the explanation behind the rise in average prices for condo apartments during September was a compositional shift in activity towards more expensive units in the City of Toronto. Nevertheless, condo apartments were the only housing type to maintain positive year-over-year -year price growth in September with a 3% gain compared to a 10% annual drop in detached prices and a 3% decline in average prices for semis, rows, and towns. As of September, five-year price growth was strongest for semis, rows, and towns, up 43%, and condo apartments up 41%. Key takeaways for the September residential market stats. Resale market activity remained restrained during September as affordability continued to erode and consumer confidence continued to fall. However, there has been some emerging signs of stability as listings have followed in the same direction as sales, creating a near-term floor for prices. The market has been profoundly impacted by the aggressive moves by the Bank of Canada to fight off inflation, raising their benchmark interest rate from a low of 0.25% in March to 3.25% in September. The size and speed of the recent interest rate increases hasn't been seen in nearly 30 years. The combined effect of higher borrowing costs, higher prices, and increased economic uncertainty has removed a lot of buyers from the market for the time being. Despite the recent price declines, affordability has continued to worsen with the full effect of rate increases not yet felt as buyers in September were able to take advantage of rate holds 
under 4%. Current variable and fixed-term mortgage rates are above 5%. Overall, demand for housing in the GTA has continued to rise as the population has begun to quickly expand and the job market has strengthened. This can be viewed through rental market activity, which showed average condo rents rising 14% over the past six months and 20% year-over-year in September. The ownership market should remain suppressed in the near term as the Bank of Canada continues increasing interest rates. The consensus view is for the benchmark rate to rise to 4% by the end of 2022, with further marginal increases, if any, in early 2023. This view is based on the expectation that inflation has peaked. Annual inflation slowed to a four-month low in August, but at 7% remained well above the target rate of 1% to 3%. With annual immigration numbers being between 400,000 to 500,000 per year for the foreseeable future, the supply of homes will continue to be limited. More opportunities continue to arise in the residential pre-construction market. Developers have had to get more and more creative with their promotions, incentives, and deposit structures to attract buyer interest. To understand more about how to invest and where opportunities lie in this market, please do not hesitate to reach out to me as an organization, Royal Pay Signature Realty has access to the best projects with the best developers across the province. I dedicate entire podcast episodes to pre-construction and the opportunities that lie in that sector. What is evident is that the cost of home ownership is higher in the last quarter than it has ever been. This is forcing people who might otherwise buy a property to rent, causing rental prices to shoot way up. This leaves our lowest income earners fighting to find housing that they can afford and puts the most financial pressure on them. These are the people that should funnel savings into high interest savings accounts and other high interest products. Our high income earners are doing just fine. They'll continue to invest in real estate, albeit at a more measured pace. As the rates are becoming more stable, buyers sitting on the sidelines will be back. Maybe not right away, but I'm predicting a very strong spring market. There's just too much demand. We will then see a shift in favor of sellers. That's it for today's episode. I hope you find this information useful. DM me or leave a comment on any of my channels. Instagram and Twitter, Nico underscore real estate, or my websites, nico.rollthepage.ca or realestatewithnico.com. Ciao, ciao.